Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Old Ball Sports. I'm one of your hosts, Norman Canton. I'm joined here today by David Kofite and Sarah McCarthy. For now, it's just the three of us, myself, Norman Canton, David Kofite, and Sarah McCarthy. We have a full show um, ready for you guys today. We're going to be discussing who we think the greatest managers of all time are. Hint, I think it's uh, my best manager, football manager of all time is Pep Guardiola. I will be telling you why I believe so. Um... Later on in this episode, we'll also be discussing um, whether LeBron James will win another NBA championship before he retires. Let's get right into it. All right, so let's take a look at some of the managers in football history with the most titles. Um, I'm looking at an article from um, Planet Football. Um, so in 10th place, um, Giovanni Trapattoni won um, 23 um, titles in his managerial career. Luis Felipe Scolari won 24 titles in his career. Um, Mark Heitzfield won 26 titles in his career. Jose Mourinho also has 26 titles so far in his career. He has a chance to move up to 27 should his Roma side win the Europa League. Um, Carlo Ancelotti is on 27 currently. Actually, no. Carlo Ancelotti is now on 28 titles after after winning the this year's Copa del Rey. Um, Pep Guardiola has 34 titles. Um, Valery Lobanowski has 36 titles. Um, Jock Stein has 38. And um, Marcel Nocescu has 38. And Sir Alex Ferguson sits on top of the pile with 50 league titles. I know that doesn't, like, league titles, um, not league titles, 50 overall um, titles in his career. But um, winning fifty titles is a lot, um, and winning titles is not is not the end all and be all of a great coach. But it does help um, when you win titles. So, Dave, I'll start with you. Who do you think the greatest football manager of all time is? Um. So I, I think all the all the names you mentioned, um, obviously deserves to be mentioned because um. They've they've done like a great deal of service to themselves when it comes to winning titles, but um, for me, I would I would say Carlo Ancelotti. Um, it's he's he's one man that I I respect so much. I always like his demeanor on the touchline when he he he's doing his job. And for me, I think that um, looking at how he has moved from club to club and winning major titles with them it's 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 unbelievable you know um you, you don't you don't get to have a lot of managers be able to do that winning champions league with AC milan winning 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 it with madrid it just it just tells it just tells you um the kind of um coach that he is it, it was just recent that i got to know that his son is actually part of um his backroom staff at Real Madrid, you know, and and being able to channel that expertise that he has into his son alone even tells you that um, he knows what he's about. And so for me, I would say Carlo Ancelotti. Okay, mine is Pep Guardiola. I feel like for somebody to win um, three league titles and three three or more league titles in three different countries um in spain and germany and england um is a remarkable achievement like he's won the champions league with barcelona twice um 
he's made the semi. I mean, he's made the final now with um, Man City twice, and it looks like he's finally going to get over the hump. And I honestly, he's played the most attractive brand of football for the last decade plus. And like for you to have been like every season, your team plays the most enticing football year in year out for the last what since two thousand and seven. The last sixteen years, your team has played the best football all the time. Like it's it's a level of perfection. I don't think we've seen from managers. Yes, Arsene Wenger always played beautiful football, but at the end of the day, like towards the tail end of his career, and um the titles disappeared. Like. We ended up winning. He won three FA Cups in his last, um, was it three in the last five seasons? Wenger coached, but at the same time, it wasn't in, like it wasn't enough because we went a long time without winning a trophy. We went at Wenger's teams went a long time without winning a trophy, but Pep has consistently played beautiful football, um, and always delivered on the trophy bar that first season he had at Man City. That's the only. <laughs> season in his managerial career without a title i don't think any other manager has that longevity and has only one season where he did not pick up any silverware it's remarkable to see and like right now we're seeing his like in basketball they always talk about coaching trees in basketball and american football it's like an american sports thing they always talk about coaching trees pep took from um johan cruyff and now you see people coming out of um pep's coaching tree like arteta like um, Vincent Company, like he's groomed some of these um, remarkable young coaches we're seeing coming up today. Even Eric Ten Hag can say he came up um, under Pep um, when he was at Bayern. So, like you, like I'm just looking at all these three things: playing beautiful football, the longevity, uh, winning trophies, and now bringing players up under under your coaching group people you've helped nurture and tutor in this um coaching in this coaching group i feel like sir alex never really had that um his his the best person to come out of his coaching tree was probably mike Thielen was probably the best okay actually no carlos caros is the best out of ferguson's um coaching tree but the best in england was probably my feeling, and that goes to show you uh, how little effect Ferguson's coaching tree has. Um, Carlo is a fair shout. Mourinho is another fair shout. But for me, it's uh, one Joseph Guardiola. It's very surprising. Okay, even though you've given um, Mourinho his flowers, but it's quite surprising based on the argument that you made, uh, saying that. It's, it's uh, talking about Pep's ability to win in three different leagues and not really making that same case for Mourinho because Mourinho has done that in one, two, three, four, five. He has done that in like five different leagues. He did it in the FC Porto. If I thought, sorry, four different leagues. He did it at FC Porto. He did it in Chelsea. He did it in Inter Milan and Roma. He also did it in Manchester United. He did it in Real Madrid. So, I mean, of course, you have to give Mourinho that, you know, that recognition. Winning the Champions League with, with Porto and Inter Milan, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's something to brag about. And yes, of course, they had very good players back then, but it's still something to brag about. So, I feel like even though I, I respect Pep as your choice, but making the argument about Pep winning in three different leagues when 
Mourinho has been able to do it in four different leagues with uh, six different teams. That's like, in my opinion, more respectable than Pep Guardiola. No offense, but it's to me more respectable than Pep Guardiola. And you know, um, okay. So Sarah's pick was uh, Jose Mourinho. Surprising. None of these two United fans I'm on the call with went for their man, um, Sir Alex Ferguson. Dave, why did you not go for Sir Alex? Um, I think that there's 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 a lot to being named as the greatest ever, and um, for what Ferguson did at Manchester United, which which is a legacy that would that will live on for for a, a lot of generations to come. Um, doing it just with one club does does not really really sit well with me when it comes to comparing his legacy to other managers. You know, um, he, he he could have easily got like a big shout if um, he just Hello. just what he did at Manchester United. He did the same thing with probably um, another English club. You know. Maybe Nottingham Forest back in the days or something. Then, um, I, I I can say something about him. But um, what he did with Manchester United is great. But um, comparing him to other managers that has come before him and within his time and all, I think um, some people have slight edge over him. Yeah. Okay. So if you were to pick a team, um, if you were building your own team and you could have any top manager in the world you're saying the energy you would have you would go for is um carlo ancelotti yeah i'll go for carlo ancelotti undisputed okay and sarah you're saying if you have you're building your own team today and you had any manager in the world you'll go for jose Mourinho. no i never thought i thought i'd go for sarah alex ferguson i was just making a point on how you know your, your argument saying that Pep has been able to win in three different leagues, whilst Jose Mourinho has also been able to do that in four different leagues with six different teams. You know, kind of puts for me Jose. Like, if you're making that argument, then Jose Mourinho is clear Pep on that stand, but, right? But, but, but coached three senior teams in his career, whilst Mourinho has coached multiple different teams and teams he hasn't. And he's still been and and that's my point and. Even he has he has done it with six teams and he has been able to win, you know, with all those six teams, right? He's 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 done it all with all those six teams. Yeah, maybe Manchester United was not able to win a Premier League title, but you know he he won a UEFA Europa League. And I mean, before you put try and disrespect the UEFA Europa League, it's still a, 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 a what a European t- title. Right, he's won Champions League. With I was going to mention. I said I'm just giving a disclaimer. I was going to mention his failure was before I went in. Yeah, but I mean, it's a fair, it's a fair point. It's a fair point to say, okay, you know, he he filled with some teams, but not. I mean, even right now, says Seth, the current coach that is with Spurs is so failing. It might just, it might not even be as a result of the oh, coaching. No, it might be as a result of the the, the team. The club's DNA. It might be as a result of so the management. A, a winning manager would want to go to a league. Exactly. Okay. I mean, not you can't have it all. You clearly can't have it all. You win some, you lose some, and probably it's, obviously it's spaces they lose some. But my point still remains that 
Chelsea has been able to do was like win with six different clubs and for the in four different leagues. So in that in that stance, it kind of like trumps Pep. But I get your point saying that you know Pep has a very good coaching tree, and I feel like. I feel like even though that is a good argument to be made, it shouldn't be necessarily the only argument that should be made that trumps or that, that you know, positions another coach above another coach. Because I can also make the argument, and if I am also making the argument that in Alex's 26 years career, he's he's had the better all-time players. Like, he's been able to groom and coach, right, the better all-time players than Pep Guardiola has in my opinion. And I feel like at the same time, Sir Alex Ferguson came to a United team, even though it took him a while to start winning. He was looking to a United team that was not at the very top of their form or at the very top of their league. But I think um, Pep Guardiola came to a Manchester City team that was catching the stride and came to continue from their successes. So, I mean, yeah, he made Barca what it is. And after leaving Barca, to see how Barca has dropped. But for Manchester City, I feel like Pep Guardiola... <laughs> for Manchester City, I feel like Pep, Pep Guardiola came to a team that was already catching their stride and continued from the good efforts of the previous managers because Manchester City was able to win a league uh, sometime, I think, in 2013. And I think, I don't know, when did, when did Pep Guardiola come to, come to Manchester City? Uh, we were in the Sheffield, I think it was the last year what Wenger won the FA Cup, so I think it was 2017. He came in 2016. He came in 2016 and then, yeah, 2016, Yeah, so, I mean, Manchester City was catching a stride then because back, we, I can I can say for a fact that a lot of people did not think about Manchester City before 20, the 2010s. So if they are becoming a team where people like people start to support them and all those things post twenty ten, it means that they are catching their stride. And I think, yeah, Pep Guardiola continued, you know, um, like was has been able to, you know, continue with a team that has been catching their stride. And I'm not going to say this to disrespect him; he's a good coach, but I feel like some some coaches have been able to turn teams around. I think United was. It was really from, uh, was like from the Alex Ferguson loss. Like after we, we no longer had Alex Ferguson, so how bad we were. He came. A lot of other coaches that came were not able to win with United. He came. At least he won a Champions League. He won an a champ like an FA. Um, he won another title too, like two titles with United. When he left, we had only we didn't win anything. Like it's been there. So I mean, if I want to rank, ah, damn it. If I want to rank. And for me, my order, I might even put Jose Mourinho ahead of Pep Guardiola, in my opinion. But yeah, it, it could be interchangeable. But for me, number one is going to be Sir Alex Ferguson. Maybe number two can be between Jose Mourinho and Pep Guardiola. Yeah, that's it for me. Mm, whatever you say, boss. Right, let's take a trip from the football field onto the basketball courts. So this week... Um, Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets for making the NBA Finals, um, first and foremost. But we have, um, this week, we got rumors um, circulating that Le- the great LeBron James, LeBron Ramon James, might retire from the NBA. So um, the question is quite simple. If he does come back for next year, do you think uh, 
do you think the Lakers will win the championship, um, LeBron's fifth championship of his career? And would he winning number five, um, championship number five, make him the greatest, undisputed greatest player of all time? So he's number one in scoring, playoff scoring. He's 32nd in rebounds. He is um, in the top 10 for assists. He's top 10 for assists. He's number four, currently number four for assists all time. He basically number one in points, number four in assists, number thirty two in rebounds. Like <laughs> the guy is a stats machine. Would number him winning ring number five make him the greatest basketball player of all time, surpassing another great in Michael Jordan? Sarah. I'm not. I'm not even going to talk about this good debate. I'm just going to restrict it to if LeBron is going to retire after this season. Um. <laughs> I, I, honestly, it's a possibility that he might retire, but we know LeBron has said um, he wants to stay in the league till he's able to get a chance to play with Bronny. And I mean, LeBron is still a top ten or top at least top fifteen, right? So at least a top fifteen player in the league, right? So. Even at his old, like, even though he's at 38 and you can clearly see, like, he slowed down and everything, he's still a top a top 10, top 15 player in the league. So, I highly doubt he will retire after this season. I think we, we, we knew about him playing with a foot injury the entire playoffs. And I think was was what accounted to um his lower his lower games out and everything in the playoffs. So he's definitely going to have surgery at the end of like this uh, during the off season, and then come back stronger. Um, the only question for me that remains is if he's going to stay at the Lakers, right? Because and if also if Lakers is also going to maintain the same team that they were able to keep for. Like be able to uh, create for the playoffs, uh, that would be the question, right? And I think that would be the deciding factor. Uh, I highly doubt that LeBron will retire, but I feel like it's a balance between, like, it's a tipping skill between if he's gonna stay on the Lakers or going to move to another team. And it would be nice to see him stay at the Lakers, but that also depends on AD's attitude towards the next season because we can have AD showing up inconsistently like the way he's done for like the past two years and yeah I feel like LeBron retiring there's nothing there's nothing else for LeBron to do again aside maybe trying to win another championship I don't see him winning another championship I don't see him winning another championship unless he has another super like somebody who can you know take off the mantle take the mantle for him in the playoffs I don't see him winning another championship and I don't know. I don't know how many superstars pass, have won a championship past 38. Maybe I think Kareem was able to do it and other things. But there's not a lot of superstars in the league who have been able to win another championship past 37, past 38. So it's going to be very difficult for LeBron to also achieve that, even though he's still a top 10 player in the league. So I highly doubt LeBron will win another championship, and then he could decide to retire because honestly, there's nothing else for him to do in the league. He's done it all in the league. I think the only reason he probably wants to win another championship is just to try and end the good debate. 
because he wants to see it. Like, he wants to have that, you know, conversation that he's better than Michael Jordan at the end of it all. But it's so, it still goes either way. Whether he wins a fair frame, he doesn't win a fair frame. The conversation is still going to be undecided. Whether he's a goat or he's not a goat, it's still going to be an argument for years to come. So there's really nothing. There's nothing, like there's nothing for LeBron to do again in the league, man. Okay. Um. Earlier, I was giving you stats. He's number one in scoring. He's number one all time in scoring. Number four in assists. Number nine in steals. Um. Second in field goals made. Like he's like you were saying, Sarah, He's had an amazing, amazing. Uh, twenty year NBA career. He's made the All Star team nineteen times. Like honestly, he's one of the greatest. To me, he is the greatest basketball player we have ever seen. Jordan stands will go crazy and bring up. But Jordan went six and zero in the finals. LeBron made eleven finals. Like let's chill. Like <laughs> like what's he? Is he well? He's four and so LeBron made the finals in 2007, 2011, 2012, 2013. 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2020. I mean, he's 4-6 and six in the NBA Finals. Like, he's had one of the most remarkable NBA careers of all time. And honestly, whether he wins another championship or not, to me, he is the greatest basketball player of all time. You cannot tell me the man who's top five, top four in assists, top nine, uh, nine in steals, top two in field goals made, top one in regular season scoring, top one in uh, postseason scoring is not the greatest because of somebody else winning six championships without losing in the finals. Like, I'd rather make it to the finals 10 times there and not have a perfect record than go 6-0 and and have a perfect record. So to me, regardless of whether LeBron wins another championship, I mean, I'm a Lakers fan. Obviously, I want, I want us to like run it up. Let's win like the next five championships. But even if he doesn't win another chip, I feel his legacy cemented, and to me, he is the greatest basketball player of all time. All right. So, um, I mean, looking at the numbers that he just put out, it tells it tells everyone that um, LeBron has has been that man for himself in the NBA for twenty years, span being this consistent and always being at playing at the top level. As an athlete alone tells you, um, like the his his mental fortitude and the kind of um, intentionality that he brings to his game. Um, for me, I would I would say LeBron because um, growing up, he's he's one man that I I have I have followed a lot apart from Michael Jordan that I, I came to also hear about at some point. You know, um, I didn't get to watch much of his game like I have of LeBron. And if anything, if I, I should go by the numbers right now, I'll tell you it's LeBron because um he has been very consistent as a professional and winning all these titles with all these um teams in the NBA tells you the kind of um of an athlete that he is and um if should he win his fifth obviously um no one no one will come close because um he will cement his name as the greatest ever to do this because um, for for the other big guns that have also graced the NBA, they've they've given their quota and they've done well. I mean, some of them, Jordan, um, Shaquille, and the likes have have put up a good fight in, 
and I see LeBron to be that man that by the time he ends his career, um, he will be revered as one of the very best, if not the greatest. But for me, I think he would be. He will be what? So for me, I think he would he he will be the he will be the greatest ever should he win his fifth title. Okay, thank you. Um, I mean there you have it. Honestly, um, to me, I believe Pep Guardiola is the best manager of all time. Today, he believes Carlo Ancelotti is the best manager of all time. To say wrong, he makes an argument for Jose Mourinho, but apparently he believes Sir Alex Ferguson is the greatest manager of all time. I feel like Sir Alex for the way he explained it, Sir Alex Ferguson sounded more sounded more like a person who managed egos in the locker room more than he was a tactician. But that's not neither here nor there. Um, and I mean, I believe LeBron is the greatest player of all time. Dave believes um, if he does win the fifth, he becomes the greatest player of all time. And Serum says he doesn't feel LeBron will win uh, another championship, but he feels he is a great player regardless. So that's been your episode. I'm your host, Norman Townsend, and joined today by Serum Kati and David Kofite. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Eddie.